Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bird Brains, hosted by ex-Philadelphia Eagle, Philadelphia star tight end Ken Dunnick. Along with me, my partner, XNJ.com and Trenton Times reporter Mark Eckel. Mark, how are you? I'm good, Ken. How are you? Good. OTAs. We have a little bit of something to talk about today, but I do want to mention our sponsor, USA Man Franchising, LLC. If you're tired of working for somebody else for far less money than you think you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they are looking for new cities for expansion. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to www.usamanmagazine.com for more information. Okay, so it's the off-season. We've finally got uh, all the veterans and rookies together for the OTAs. I guess they're supposed to be voluntary. We've got something to talk about with someone who's not there. But let's start with news that you broke a couple weeks ago. And looks like Joe Douglas, the Eagles personnel guy, is going to interview for the Jets general, manager, general manager's job this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, from what I was told, like I said a couple weeks ago, he was he was high on their list, uh, and obviously he is, or they wouldn't be bringing him in for, for an interview. Um, it'd be a, like we like we said back then, it, it would be a great move for Joe Douglas to be able to run his own organization. You know, um, that's that's everybody. If you're a scout, if you're a personnel guy, that's what you want. You want to be a just like if you're an assistant coach, you don't want to be an assistant coach for, forever. You want to be be a head coach. Well, if you're a, a pro personnel guy or a director of college scouting, your ultimate goal is to be a general manager. And, you know, Joe's got a chance now. So great for him. Now that would, what that would do to the Eagles would not be, um, I think it would be a major, major loss because, you know, since he's been there, you've seen marked improvement both in their draft classes and their free agent signings. Now I don't want to give him all the credit, but I think he deserves a lot of it. Well, you talk about marked improvement. I think it's really night and day. And it looks to me like Howie Roseman has kind of seeded a lot of the football decisions to Joe Douglas. And he's brought in some pretty good players, filled some gaps rather nicely, and is a good evaluator of talent. And the, and the other side of the coin is, you know, a lot of the guys under Joe, Howie and Joe are Joe's guys, guys that he's brought in, the guys that he's known from when he worked for the uh, Bears and the, and the Ravens for particularly and they may you know he might take a couple of those guys with him which which would create even more holes in the Eagles scouting department well the one comforting thing is that I think if they do lose Joe Douglas they will bring in another competent guy to evaluate talent I think you know one one of the give Howie the benefit of the doubt he realizes that he's not steeped in football doesn't have a football background He's a very smart guy, good with the cap. But, you know, you really need somebody that's been in the trenches, whether it's players, or coaching, or whatever, to be able to, you know, sniff out what, what really is a good football player. And kudos to Howie. He's done that with Joe Douglas. Yeah, he got – I mean, I don't want to say they got lucky, but, you know, they've been down that road before. They didn't have guys that were as good. Joe Douglas has been very good. It's going to be hard to replace him, especially now. I mean, if Joe – When's the interview? This it's today or tomorrow with the Jets? Yeah, it's this week sometime. Right. So if let's say the Jets hire him, you know, Friday or early next week, Monday. Monday the Jets have a press conference and they announce that Joe Douglas is their new general manager. 
who's out there right now? I mean, it's you know, it's kind of, it's going to be hard to get a guy in at this. The Eagles, I, my guess is they would probably promote from within. Well, the, the good thing, the good thing about the good thing about the timing is that most of the personnel work is done for the season. They've got their draft, they've got their free agents. Now you're going to roll with these guys. You're going to have a waiver, a waiver wire plucked every once in a while, but you know the heavy lifting personnel wise is done. But let's talk a little bit about the Eagles and what's going on. I understand through the grapevine that their second round pick running back Miles Sanders has a strained hamstring. You know anything more about that? No, I'm sure, and it's probably more precaution than anything else you don't want to this is OTAs I mean I I don't miss a lot about covering the team because I did it long enough and I'm enjoying my life now but <laughs> I really don't miss OTAs I really really I, I, I hate it that that was probably the least my least favorite thing what what did an Eagles beat writer do for OTAs did you just sit there and watch those boring notepad practices and then yes. try to get try to get quotes well, afterwards that's what I did I'm guys today they're busy you know twittering or whatever they do tweet um every little move that anybody you know you know uh tim jernigan coughed he might he might have a cold let's get that out there I, that's another reason i get out of the business but um yeah it's so boring and it's so you played the game you know you football is not played in 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 shorts and and t-shirts you know what i'm saying I don't know. It pretty much is. Yeah, well, I was it, say, it has become that, hasn't it? <laughs> I, I just read. I read the other day where they're thinking about outlawing the Oklahoma drill, and in Vermeil's training camp, we did that every day. I mean, that was just mm-hmm. a staple of what we're doing. And these guys, you know, it's legislated. They don't hit as much. I guess I'm a little bit jealous because we did get yeah. beat up. But well, yeah, I've talked to a lot of guys that you know, I, and I covered when I first started, and what the, the way things are now, they just like like yourself, they just shake their heads at the way training camp, you know, you had Dick Vermeil. I covered Buddy Ryan. It was the same, you know, Buddy's took, you know, his, his camps were just like Vermeil's and that he wanted to see who could, you know, who was tough enough to, to make his team, you know, but, but the OTAs getting back to that. It's just, it's, it's more classroom stuff than anything else. It's not what they do on the field is not football. I mean, they're just, it's walkthroughs. It's, 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 I understand why they do it, and it's a good. It's, I'm not. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but from a coverage standpoint, back in the day, they didn't. We didn't even cover them. When I first started, we didn't cover OTAs because who cared? But now the NFL is a you know twelve month a year business and and coverage, so you cover OTAs. Well, you know, back when I played, there were no OTAs. I mean, you had right. an off season program. The team would give you a little bit extra money for you to stick around to lift weights and. We'd run some patterns at Veterans Stadium, you know, with Jaws and the guys, but there was no specific OTA program, right, voluntary exactly. or involuntary. So yeah, but your but your camp started a lot earlier. Our our camp started, I believe, in uh, early early July. Right now, it's not so almost August. Yeah, so. and the season, you know, didn't start until September. So you're, you're talking about we. That's my rookie my rookie year, we went uh, seven weeks. We went two a days every day, full pads, full contacts. <laughs> Every day for seven, I lost 24 pounds my rookie year in training camp. My wife says I should go back now and try again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's play six preseason games too. Uh, we played four. Down four. No, we played uh, down we played four, four. But four. Okay. Yeah, you're not thank, God. thank God. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'll tell you what, the start the starters played all the games. Yes. When did that? I don't know who started that either. I don't know, but the, I can remember the Oakland our, our fourth preseason game. We were all beat up from training camp. The starters played well into the third quarter. 
And uh, Vermeil was trying to win that game, and he was a little ticked off that we didn't. But you know, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about okay. uh, another story coming out of camp, and that's good synergy between Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson. What are you hearing about uh, that? Oh well, yeah, I mean, it, again, again, it's OTA. So Jackson seems to be um, not just working well with Carson Wentz, but it. And I said this when they signed him, uh, I, and I, he is a different person. He's not the. The Deshaun Jackson that came back to the Eagles in 2019 is not the same one that left in, what, 2014, I guess it was. He's, a, he's grown up. He really has. I think he, 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 has a, he has a child now, and I think that, that matured him, as it does all of us, I think. you know, um, He's a different guy. I'm talking about off, on the field. I don't know if he's the same. We'll find out if he's still the same playmaker, speedster that he's always been. I mean, I I worry about that, that when you turn 30, you lose a little speed maybe, but we'll, but we'll see. Um, and we're not going to see in OTAs. We'll see opening night, opening day against the Redskins. But, um, but no, he is a, he's become, he's not that, I don't want to use too many bad words, but he, he's not the guy he was. He's not the troubled person that he was as a young man. I think he has, he's, he's older. He's like I said, he has, he has his own family now and he's become a different person. So I think he's, and he understands. I think he, he knows what he, how he was, and he, he, he doesn't want to be that guy anymore. Yeah, I agree with you when I heard the story about, you know, synergy. I was thinking, well, how can there be synergy in OTAs? Yeah, exactly. quarterback, all they're doing is running routes and, right. you know, throw, throwing the ball to each other. But to me, it alluded to what you just said. It, there must be a maturity level. He's getting along with his teammates. He wants to fit in. He's no longer the prima donna. Those are things that pretty much ran him out of town when he was here the first time. And right. He does bring, you know, even although you may have lost a step or two, we don't know, but he does no. bring speed to the outside, which is something yep. the Eagles desperately needed last year. No, that, yeah, no, he was, if he's even 90% of his, of what he was, that's a great addition. I mean, because he can't, like you said, he's always had that, you know, what they say, take the top off the defense is the term that they use now. But, yeah, that outside speed, stretch defense, and that not only – do they need that? That's going to open things up even more for guys like Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey going over the middle. No question. No question about it. Let's talk about a story that you alluded to again a couple of weeks ago, and it's turning out to be what may become a major factor in the Eagles season is that Malcolm Jenkins, the veteran defensive back for the Eagles, is not at these voluntary OTAs, and there may be some contract trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a – it's not a story that he's missing o- OTA. That, that's like I said before, that, like when we said OTA, and he knows the defense inside. It's not like he, he's not, he needs to learn anything. However, he's never missed them before. It's definitely about a contract. He wants, he saw, and I, I see both sides of the story. So Malcolm Jenkins looked around this offseason and saw guys like Adrian Amos and Landon Collins, and I can go on. There's like, there about four or five safeties that all got mega deals this offseason. And he's sitting there with his his contract that he signed two years ago that is kind of in his mind out, outdated now. I mean, he's he's nowhere near the top of the list for highest paid safety. He's probably in the middle middle of it at, at at this point. Um, so he wants he wants a raise. He he wants a new deal. The Eagles that I know don't do that with two years left on a contract for a guy that that what's he thirty two now, Malcolm Jenkins. 
I believe he is 32, and he just yeah, signed. No. He just signed right. this deal. Got a seven and a half million dollar signing bonus. But you know, here, here's the deal. Here's my impression of contracts in the NFL. There are no contracts in the NFL. If a team wants to get rid of you, they'll avoid the back end of these deals right. where the player is supposed to make all the money. They'll do that in an instant. But they're the first ones to cry. We've got a contract when the player wants to renegotiate and get fair market value. So I really don't have sympathy for either side. In my opinion, you should get what you should try to get on both. Oh, I agree. I agree with him. I've always been on the player side when it comes to contracts because of what they go through. But I just, I'm just looking at it. I know, I know how the Eagles operate. Now, if he was in the last year of his deal, yeah, they've done that a lot. They've done that a lot. Where if a guy has one year left, they'll, they'll extend them. But I don't see them giving Malcolm Jenkins an extension. I don't think, they want to pay a guy when he's 35, 36 years old. I don't, I don't see that. Listen, I understand it was a little bit different regime, but this is the same franchise that let Brian Dawkins walk exactly. to Denver rather than you know, pay an aging defensive back. I mean, this guy, one of the iconic members of the franchise, probably the top five of all time, maybe top three. And if you're going to let a guy like Brian Dawkins walk, you might do the same with Malcolm Jenkins. But, you know, Jenkins is a quality guy. He's got a foundation. I know he's launching something here. I just got an email about Feed the Children where he feeds 400 families in, in Camden. He's not an unrestricted free agent, like you said, until 2021. So right. He's you know, got two we'll, years left. Right. So we'll have to see how that plays out. I mean, the, only compromise, the only compromise I, I could see, if, and if they're both willing to do it, they're not going to, like I said, they're not going to extend them because they don't want him at that age. He wants more. Uh, and I, like and I said, I see, you know, he saw all these other guys that he feels he's better than getting new deals worth a lot more than his deal. Maybe they go to him and they say, listen, we're not going to give you a new deal, but we'll add some clauses to your, to, to your contract. If you get X amount of interceptions, we throw you an extra million. If you get X amount of uh, pass breakups, we'll give you this. If you start every game, we'll give you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they could add those clauses to. I mean, a lot of guys have those clauses in their deal. I mean, maybe he already does. I don't know, but that they could add stuff to it. That if he has a great, if you make the Pro Bowl, you get an extra whatever. So if he if he goes out and plays and has the kind of year that he's had in the past, he will make an extra two three million, and that puts him back up near near the other guys. I think that right. that would be a fair compromise. Yeah, I think so. And a lot of times teams do a good job of kind of backdooring these deals, making sure the player's happy, not necessarily publicizing it because they don't want other players to know exactly. what's going on financially with the team. But anyway, Mark, Mark, this was a great session. I appreciate it. It was a good Eagles talk. We'll do it again next week. And uh, for, for the Bird Brains, I'm Ken Dunnick with Mark Eckel. See you next time.